Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And that theme came to us from TK Salmon. Delman. Shit. I fucked it up already. That's all right. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to the worst idea of all time friend zone number yeah. six, I think. I was thinking we should, uh, I don't know, I don't want to throw the responsibility of this to anyone else, but I'm certainly not going to do it. Have a lovely little friend zone intro where we just talk, we could do it ourselves even. We just talk about being friends and what friendship's about. I like that. Friendship is about loving and learning and sharing to Welcome along to Friend Zone. You really set me off that idea in record time. I didn't like I'm sorry. I shouldn't be negative, but that was None of those things represent friendship to you. No, it's just the, the musicality of what you were laying down. Well don't let the music spoil the message, man. Sorry. I won't. The message was beautiful. The you're welcome. You're there. welcome. Yeah, it is. A, that is a thank you of sorts. Uh, and speaking of thank yous, why am I coming in so negative, guy? Uh, you're about? tired. You're burnt out. <laughs> uh, what is interesting about what you're wearing right now, Tim? Yeah. And this is not something you see super often. You're wearing a singlet um, and a, a jersey. Yeah. Uh, and that's in and of itself is fine. But the jersey is quite like a low scoop neck jersey that yeah. goes sort of somewhere between the neck and the top of the. The clavicle. Yeah. Uh, and the singlet is cut quite close to your neck. Yeah. And so there's a gap of flesh between like the singlet and then it's like in a little bit of shoulder arm. Yeah. And then jersey. And it's quite racy. It's, I might take a photo of it. Okay, sure. I feel like I'm in Bardot, that Australian pop band that used to do a lot of over the shoulder numbers. In, that like, is exactly what it looks like. I'm, I love, a, I'm a saucy manx. There's I'm, no getting around I'm loving it. it. See, all right. it took for you to feel good about yourself was being told you're sexy. <laughs> I'm a saucy manx. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. I'm a simple man, guy. I'm not, I'm not a complicated human being. You tell me I'm sexy, I'm in a good mood. Done. You are a simpleton. Um, hey, hey, everybody. How's everyone doing? I'm hoping well. I'm feeling good. Uh, for, for a long time now, Tim and I have been toiling away on these silly comedy festivals where you just do comedy until it doesn't even make sense anymore and you don't know why anyone 
does comedy or how it works. And we're just about finished. And I gotta say, I feel so good. I'm yeah. honestly on top of the world, looking down on creation. And it feels like you know when you're in a good mood and you assume everyone else is in a good mood. I feel like you guys are all in a good mood too. And it's great. It's great. We're all doing so well. How are you it's, going, Tim? It's colouring your worldview. It's beautiful because what you've done is you've, you've seen something that's a little bit tricky and potentially could be a little bit depressing. But you flipped it on its head, and instead of going, "Ah, oh, this is bloody hard." You know, you're going, oh, it's almost over. Already richer for the experience. Um, not to degrade the wonderful life that is being able to go up on a stage each night and crack people up with something you've thought of, though. That's always good. But it's just when it's the same show for three weeks in a row, night after night, it can get a little bit it, interesting. It's confusing. It is confusing. It's a real confusing thing to do. But that's why you do it. It's good to get confused. Because comedy is all about, like, thinking of something on the fly in my head, you know? It's spontaneity and surprise. But you guys didn't know you tuned into an episode of WTF. <laughs> Lucky little bitches. I want to say thank you to some people, Guy, because... Um, it's important. Oh, I don't know why as well, but it might be the link I put up on our Facebook page, but we got a lot of hits on the website recently. So I feel like I should definitely go there and do a spring clean and update it because I think it's like it's a bit outdated. It still says we're probably watching Grown Ups 2 or something. I haven't... I haven't updated it for a That's while right. people f- people figure stuff out and if it's they the don't attic. they're not that interested tim just before we start like oh yeah this is in reference to the last episode we put up sure uh it's been sent in by someone called tom steve dave betlock <laughs> <laughs> his name is my name too yeah and his profile picture or his avatar is a star and it says prince on it so mm. presumably a fan of the monarchy just curious if you guys would be interested in selling the potato you recorded this week's podcast on. I'm looking for some choice memorabilia. <laughs> Bloody good call. An excellent call. As the person who deals with the, the tech and the audio and the whatnot, you're a man after my own heart, mate. Yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> brought a recorder, it didn't work. And uh, it, First of all, the recorder that we brought, plugged it in, and I think the tech switched something five minutes into the show because at the start... It was all good, and you could hear both of us. And then five minutes later, only guys. Mike was on, and then thirty minutes later, the battery ran out. <laughs> so, we, so luckily of, we had a backup, yeah. which was guys' phone. And how did the phone do? Uh, you can hear it. You can hear what we're saying, but it, you know it's not a an easy listen. It's okay. not an easy. It's a labor. It's a labor of love for everyone. Yeah, which is not really what you want on episode two. But there we were. There we were, just trying our best. Two brave boys. Two brave and happy boys from memory. Yeah. Hell of a night. Hell of a night. Anyway, I just wanted to get that out there. Um, Well, great call. Very good call. If there's any other messages as well, just bloody flick them on up. In the meanwhile, uh, look, here's some people who have donated to us. If you go to worstideaofalltime.com, there's a button that says support the troops. Which please, <laughs> it's supposed to be ironic. We're being sarcastic. So this, you know. But it's also playing on uh, a lot of our American listeners' you know, sense of patriotism. <laughs> We're tricking you. And the first person I would like to mention, I only kind of read these out if people have left a message. Yeah. But if you give us money, like, God damn, thank you so much. Whatever the amount is. Thank you to everyone who's ever done anything for us. I want to figure out what our average donation is and then bleat on about it like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Just start saying it's We've whatever We've been doing this for two years yeah. and have an average campaign donation of $16. Um, this person's name is Vincent <laughs> Colo- uh, Colosimo. That is a great name for a start, Vincent Colosimo. And Vincent says, found you guys while working through the back catalogue of Spontaneous Nation. Since then, maybe two months ago, 
I have been furiously trying to catch up before season three. Mission accomplished. Can't wait to hear you guys start up again. Live those moments and love those days. Thank you, Vincent. What a legend Vincent is. That's bloody Hard worker too. Lark Rowe says, Thanks for all the free entertainment. I can't believe you absolute maniacs are going to do a season three. I hope this helps you fellas get some beers to get you through the first episode. Cheers, Lark. Good on you, Lark. We actually, we did the first episode uh, beer free. Yeah. You'll be happy to know. You'll be very pleased to hear. Simon Marshall writes, Hi from Wisconsin. Thank you for the world of pain you endured to make this. It's hilarious and reminds me of home. NZ. Ah, an expat. An immigrant. Yes, an immigrant. No, immigrant. If they've immigrated. If you're immigrating, you're immigrating somewhere. Yeah, that's true. New, Ze- good. New Zealanders, all, we all call ourselves expats, but we're just immigrants. Yeah. You're right. It doesn't make any sense. I actually, do you know, I brought this up in my show the other day because I think you reminded me of this recently. Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> that laying too many truth bombs on the mini episode. It's a race thing. It's totally a race thing. Yeah, it's terrible. It's one of these weird features of the common, like, lexicon that for some reason, if it's a white person, you call them an expat, but everyone else is an immigrant. It's does the, the pa- strangest does the phenomenon. Does the stand for patriot? Yeah, an expatriate. That's some absolute horse shit. I know. It's so, so like, someone was... Yeah, I don't know. There was a person in, in my audience who was from somewhere, and I was like, oh, you're an immigrant. And I made a real point of giving them the business. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I digress. David Bliss. Great last name. Do you, want me to, do you want some water? I got a bottle here. Oh, it's just not enough. Oh. You can hear my voice is trying to give up, but I just won't let it. <laughs> good on you. Give it hell, man. 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 Oh, man. Man. David Bliss writes, Hi, Tim and Guy. Thanks for the many hours of comedy. I discovered TWIOAT midway through season one, shortly before I had a very serious long-term relationship breakup. Aw. For the last year or so, it's been great to have uh, to look forward to each week. And as I work through the social precariousness of being single for the first time in ages, it's been a real help. TWIOAT is a great conversation piece, and cute girls are always excited to hear about it. <laughs> this isn't a sob story. I just wanted to thank you for the last. It doesn't sound like a sob story <laughs> it at all. It doesn't sounds at all. like you're burying a brag in a sob story. <laughs> uh, this you is legend. <laughs> I just wanted to thank you for the laughs and let you know how glad I am that you'll be doing this for another the year db ah david thanks man i'm sorry about um that your relationship didn't work out but not all of them do and that's and that's for the for the best i think so it's just it's just great to have friends and that's what it's all about in the friend zone absolutely if everyone we're all friends we are all friends i don't know if i've brought this up before i feel like maybe i have but you know how um benedict cumberbatch has his like cumber bitches or he changed the word to be gender neutral i can't remember what it is but i call it a cumber patch his patch of oh (laughs) why hasn't he used that that's way better i think the cumber bitches named themselves yeah and then he got one he was like i don't know about that it seems a little uh little on the nose we should just call our fans friends and it won't make any sense we are your friends it makes so (laughs) much sense you fucking idiot (laughs) oh man why, why don't we start going, we should just dots. call the friend zone, we are your friends. Yeah. Create absolute chaos. Ah, oh, it's madness, isn't it? How, um, so, we've seen it twice now. That we're still, we're getting a few messages come through with people being like, I don't know about you guys, you seem to have picked a real easy movie this year. I don't think you're wrong. 
Yeah, but that doesn't mean you don't know about us. It just means we we got lucky. Yeah. The boys done did a good thing. Yeah, like we didn't know what we were in for with Sex and the City 2. <laughs> but I hasten to add as well, when we first watched Sex and the City 2, we thought we were we were okay. Look, this is we veering were. into, this isn't friend zone stuff. Oh, okay. This is a conversation for after watching the movie. Oh, okay, fair it's enough. It's the only time you can get supreme clarity surrounding the issue of we are your friends and whether or not it is in fact the Citizen Kane of our generation. Fair enough. We got this message though quickly from, um, on the on the facey from Brian Klosterman. He, I don't know that he had not any money, but he wrote a big letter. Should yeah, I read it out loud? I can see the text. Yeah, go for it. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Circle in your minds, whichever is applicable, gents. Uh, good morning, just. This letter of sorts has been a long time coming, so my apologies if it runs a bit long. It will still be shorter than Sex in the City too. And he spelt it wrong. He said in the city. Little does he not Sex and the city. I didn't know for ages too, Brian. I'm right there with you. Yeah, well, Brian, you should have learnt when Tim learned. Anyway, I first became aware of the podcast after going through some catalogued How Did This Get Made episodes. At the time, another recent addition to my podcast ensemble. See, Spontaneous Nation. He's, yeah. We're, we're getting fans from other places. This is great. It is good. We're in fine company. I like that you're peppering in your backstory into the story. Very, like, it's just, it's great. It's good storytelling here. Mm. Um, Don't edit on the fly. No, no, I'm trying to find my place. Oh, okay. You tell me what I'm doing, boy. Uh, and the last bit I usually skipped th- through. I heard Paul Shear recommended the worst idea of all time. It sounded like an absurd premise and still does. But one I had to check out at the time, I believe you boys were nearing the end of season one, somewhere around episode 42 or so. I began at the beginning as one should and was immediately hooked. I blew through most of season one like a box of tissues during the opening scene of Up or the entirety of Wild Things. This sounds like a high, like an English essay from a, um, from a senior. It's great. Uh, then I started to ration out those last episodes like a hidden chocolate bar in a concentration camp. You've been listening to too much Tim Bat. This is bad stuff. A bit of a bleak analogy, I'll admit, but when the podcast then the podcast is not without its bleak moments. Moving on, I finished up shortly after season two kicked off. And here we are today. As I just listened to episode two of season three. Thank you, Tim McGuire, for the incredible gift that is the worst of all time. Listening to the cast has helped me get through a few dark moments in my life. To have that escape in for 30 minutes is a real treasure. Whoever I'm able to enjoy it is the most when I, my world is bright and green, as is usually the case. The level of humour, pathos and raw honesty you bring to the table is inspiring. I can't tell enough people about this podcast. What an absolute sweetheart, Brian. Thank you. That's right. You really lost me on the concentration camp analogy, but then you won me back at the end with your warm heart and uh, open praise of our project. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I greatly appreciate it too. There's another paragraph. Shall I read it? Even though we just did a lovely summation. Mm-hmm. Thank you for going on this insane adventure in your lives and for letting us, the fans, tag along. All I can do in return is live every moment and love every day. And of course, I offer you this kiss, for a kiss is always a gift. And then in parenthesis, unless you're Bill Cosby, you've got a dark sense of humor, Brian. But thank you very much for listening. Also, he wants to plug a podcast. Guy, do it. Called Bloke Busters. It's a long form film review podcast. It's, it's got British accents. Apologies for the shameless plug, but where would podcasts be without shameless plugs? Damn right. <clears throat> Damn right. That was a real journey you took us on, Brian. Thank you there, for it. It was peppered with analogies. Hmm. Like the letter was a steak and the analogies were seasoning. Mm. I put an analogy on top of the description You've of the analogies. You've mixed metaphors. A journey through salad. We should uh, probably wrap this up, hey? 
Yeah. I was just saying if I wanted to read one more. Um, maybe I want to read this. Yeah, do it. Oh, one, yeah, I'll read this one. One parting shot. Andrew Franks wrote, I wanted to say that I love the podcast, been listening since your first Vice article early on in Grown Ups 2. Being a filmmaker and lover of bad films, I surprisingly enjoyed We Are Your Friends. I'm a filmmaker from Seattle and shoot a fair amount of concerts, including a bunch of EDM shows. That stands for Electronic Dance Music Kitties. The culture honestly fascinates me. It's like a 2010s version of grunge or goth or whatever, where the goers feel like they're outsiders but fit into the subculture. But they also do a ton of molly and wear nothing. And all the drops of music are exactly the same. I love seeing it from an outside perspective and enjoy hearing your commentary on it. That's it. This is pretty straight down the middle. That is, that is, that is Thank good. Thank you, Andrew. You are right in the niche of people who will be very glad we chose this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we chose it, so I'm in the niche too. Hey, I'm glad too, Tim. And I'm glad you're my friend. And I'm glad that everyone's friends. Yeah, I'd like to take a very brief moment to talk about friendship and just say that it's a wonderful thing. It's, the, it's a gift, much like a kiss. And uh, we're all lucky to have friends because we are all friends. All of us are friends. What Tim's trying to say is we are... Your friends. And you'll never be alone again. You wish. You get this one. Close enough. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.